Hi, welcome to Bottom Line Uganda, the podcast about all things Uganda. The five-part series that we have been making is coming to an end with this episode. I'm Morgan Murphy. I'm Rodrigo Suarez. And welcome to the show. taken a lot of effort to get here so uh this last episode is going to be about a very unspoken Cru- yeah, crucial. sort of yeah it's oh. crucial but unspoken problem in uganda and it is the lack of menstrual products that would be pads tampons that kind of stuff so uh whenever girls don't have these products they can just drop out of school because if you think about it, they'd be missing at least probably three days out of every month of the school year. That's a lot. That adds up, yes. That's, I want to say that some girls... That's about 20, 24 days, I think. If What is school? is? I said, I said at least. At least 24 days? At least. Some girls uh, in Uganda wow. said that they missed... About 11% of the school year. Wow. Only due to their periods. And that number will obviously change a lot depending on how long theirs is. So. It's probably going to go down since the, the government is developing and so. They're developing and they're trying to have free pads, but that actually doesn't solve the problem, believe it or not. I was doing some research on this, and the government is trying to give free pads to the people, but whenever they don't have access to clean water, which means that they don't really have, (laughs) they don't really have toilets or anything, they don't have like a good bathroom to change those products in, and that can make them get really self-conscious because oh no, there's boys here that don't understand periods and they could make fun of us, or oh no, there's nowhere for me to put my trash afterwards. So that can also have a big impact. It can be a self-conscious thing since you don't don't want to tell people sort of what's going on with your body. Yeah, that's usually a pretty big issue. I don't know if you've ever seen period end of story on netflix but that basically explains this obviously not in uganda but it kind of explains this issue a bit better than what i'm saying here but guys don't usually understand that like periods and that kind of stuff so that can make girls super self-conscious about it um so what i was saying about the government was in 2016 the president of uganda I'm going to try to say his name. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. Yaweri Museveni claimed the government would make free pads available to those who need them. But this actually wasn't given to them. Because after he was elected, he said, hold up, we can't really do that. Because we don't have any money. Mm. So that angered the people quite a bit. 
Um, and they can't just print out money because then that creates inflation in the economy, which and then, then that leads to a lot more problems. It devalues their money, and then and then poverty would become an even bigger issue than it already is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that it would be an issue; just that products would not cost more. You could say. Yeah. Inflation is basically how print. It's a whole nother topic. Yeah, inflation. that's really just... a whole different thing. Slippery slope. Okay, so. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, Indeed. Back to the topic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sidetracked a bit. Yeah. So, where do you think these girls get their their stuff from? Their pants. Yeah. Where do you think they Either get them from? A store. Yeah. Probably. Or. Yeah, just a store. That's a all store? I think of. You would probably be surprised then, because Romena says, and I quote them, um, a study of rural Uganda females revealed that two out of three pad users received them, received the item from sexual partners. Receipt was lower among women with violent partners, and 10% of 15-year-olds reported engaging in sex for money to buy pads. Wow. Yeah. So that should... That should definitely tell you how big of an issue this is. That 15-year-olds, that's basically still a child, is selling themselves for this, yes. a simple necessity. That's really sad. Yeah. See that happen. Yeah. So, that's definitely an issue. Uh, I heard, I read a few stories on them introducing the Diva Cup. That's a reusable thing it just captures it all and then you just empty it out and stuff i read a few stories that they're trying to introduce the diva cup to ugandan citizens because there's really no place to throw away the pads the tampons that kind of stuff there's no good way to throw them away but oh i saw also in the story that some people are refusing to use the diva cup because they think it will make them not a virgin anymore. That by like putting it in there, it'll make them not a virgin anymore. And I thought that was like really interesting because that's definitely not how that works. And I feel like education on their bodies and things could help with that being an issue. Yes, yes. Of course. I mean, I would see why you wouldn't want to put something inside of your body as well. Yeah. That probably a doctor wouldn't be doing, because I surely wouldn't want to put something inside myself, <laughs> which a doctor <laughs> wouldn't said to me. Yeah. But a doctor wouldn't do it. I mean, of course it's a necessity, but I get the speculation that they would have since it's the first time you've ever had a product like this yeah it's definitely a revolutionary product a lot of people in the u.s are starting to switch to it because of the the trash that's being made mm -hmm. from pads and tampons and anything that you can throw away that's definitely making a lot in landfills that's a completely different problem but every every problem is sort of interconnected yeah so I guess that now we should probably welcome to the show for like our, our final time 
Oh, I'm so sad. Um, Miss Kim Laster. We know that medication can be much less expensive in Uganda, but are menstrual products more expensive or? Menstrual products are very hard to find in Uganda and in the rural villages, almost non-existent. In the cities, um, there are some, but the access to them is still very, very low. So for example, my daughter I mentioned that's gonna go teaching for a year, we're going to send her with a year's worth of supply because it's just so hard to find in the cities. What one solution is reusable pads that a lot of organizations are working to try to get out into the villages and within the, the cities. You mentioned reusable things. Are there any other alternatives that some people are using? So the, the Diva Cup is not that familiar with in Uganda, but it's starting to kind of make a, an entry into the city area. I have read a few stories on that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully the Diva Cup will be something that provides a good solution in the future. Um, right now it really is. Reusable pads are actually kind of a new concept even in Uganda. So it's, it's just getting to be something that people are familiar with. I think that's it. I think that that is it. Thank yes. you so much for your time. Thank you guys, it was great to talk with you. Thank you very much. So thank you guys for joining us. That was our last episode. I'm so sad this is ending. Yeah, it was we great. We spent so much time on this. Um, All the research. So thank interviews. you guys. If you've been here this whole time, thank you so much. And definitely look into all those organizations that we were talking about. There's, exactly. Go help them out, especially because... Yeah, this was just to raise awareness. We have to actually fix the problem now, but fixing stuff always starts with raising awareness about it. A well-developed country will lead to greater things in the future. Yeah, so definitely look into those. And thank you guys so much for, for listening. All this time, yeah. This is our last time. <laughs> so... Thank you, Ms. Blaster, for helping us out in all these episodes. You've been a great help for helping us understand Uganda. Yeah. So, this was, bottom line, yeah, this was Bottom Line Uganda. Thank you for joining us.